Good morning, I am Olivia and this is Express Yourself on Telegram. Thank you for listening this morning to this live, unedited, uncut version of Express Yourself. I thank you so much for tuning in and listening on this bit of a cloudy day. There is this idea that God is testing us, that God is punishing us, that God doesn't want us to have this good life. So you must toe the line, you must be obedient, you must deny yourself certain things, you must actually not have joy in life. Isn't that the narrative? Isn't that the words, the thoughts, ideas? that have been planted in us, nothing could be further from the truth. God is not testing or punishing you. God is not able to test or punish you. God is not denying you anything good. It is what you believe. He can only give you what you believe. If you believe only in bad, if you believe only in struggle, poverty, if you believe that, oh, you know what? Only those people can drive that car that they want. Only those people can live in that house. Only those people can go to certain places. Ah, it's just me. What can I do? You are thinking like a defeatist and you are thinking like someone who lives in fear. You are afraid of success. You are afraid of the good things because you think you think when life is good, something bad will happen and you will lose everything. Is this God testing you? Or is it your own thoughts robbing you and denying you of the very thing that you need or that what you are looking for and what you dream of? Do you know what happens when you deny yourself and sacrifice things for the wrong reason. You become resentful, you become bitter, you become angry. You can't stand it when someone else is prospering, when someone else is flourishing. When things are well for someone else, you can not stand it. You will be the kind of person who's always in competition with everyone else. You are always comparing yourself with everyone. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. There are times that we do compare ourselves with others. There are times that you look at your life and you ask, but why am I here and not over there? You ask yourself, why is it 
that things don't come together the way that I want it to. You do ask these questions. You do. But they don't consume you. They are not your focus. Those kind of questions, when they do come up, you reject them with all your heart. Because those are one of the cracks that Satan uses to come in. Those are one of the cracks that you, that you open to rob yourself of the good life that God has in store for you. Why do we go through bad things? Why? Why are we hit unexpectedly by things that you said, but I did not see this coming? We're not hit by bad things because God has forgotten us. We are hit by bad things because we did not pay attention to his voice. The bad relationship. Remember when you started in the relationship, when you asked other people, do you think he loves me? Am I doing the right thing? What do you think of him? Remember those questions? Those were questions God was telling you. He was warning you. You turned, you turned God's voice into questions. And questions became doubt. And doubt became the seed that gave birth to what your life is right now. That's at the heart when we are in a mess. That's at the heart of it. He's always, always there guiding us. Any sense of unease, doubt, uncertainty, anything that doesn't feel quite right, that it, it throws you a bit off balance, anything like that, that is God talking to you. You know, when you are in a job that you absolutely hate, you hate it with all your heart. You apply left, right, and center to all the other jobs. And what do you get? A fat zero back. You have been applying and applying. You're actually now feeling like a mad person because what is wrong? You know, you, you, you are looking, you are searching, you are, you, 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 it consumes you. You must get out because you hate this job. Mm, how is that going for you? You know what? Stop. Stop. You are not going to find another job. 
until you where you are start giving thanks because that job is not provided to you by your boss or your company or your skills or your knowledge it comes from god he is the one who brought you and the job together everything else was just the vessel that he used whether it was a person whether it was your knowledge your skills but everything in your life was prepared you for this moment not to test you not to punish you it's that you can come closer to god because now now is the opportunity for you to ask him what does he want you to do if you leave now and he knows it if you leave now you will take all that negative energy you will take it with you wherever you go because this is what is happening right now if you hit your job this is what's happening you are talking about it day after day when you get home already you feel depressed because tomorrow you have to go back you complain to everyone about how bad it is you tell everyone that you need another job and you are looking for another job and they don't appreciate you where they are they don't pay you enough i know i've been there i have done that and i can tell you nothing moves in fact you just become unhappier and more miserable and more negative until the hatred for your job consumes every area of your life do you still think god is punishing you uh by the way you you still pray a little harder go to church more everyone at church knows that you are looking for a job you've been praying and praying and nothing is happening and everyone else it's breakthroughs there's nothing wrong with you you don't have to ask when will my time come you don't have to ask will i ever find another job no start giving thanks right where you are start giving thanks to god for bringing goodness into your life you know the mind is such a powerful thing but the heart is the wise one your heart knows where that job is your heart knows what your next step must be but the mind messes things up because the mind plants seeds of doubt and worry and fear but you can change that you can change that it starts with giving thanks it cannot be said enough it cannot give thanks stop being negative about your job because the very person that you are negative towards that you are hunting and and complaining about your job might be the very person who could have known the answer 
to where you could apply. But do you think, do you think in your negative state that anyone would want to recommend you to any company? Think about that. What if you start saying, you know, this company, I have learned so much where I am. This company provides a salary so I can live where I live. Yeah, of course, the salary is never enough. Let's face it. But once you start giving things, you will find the salary becomes enough. Because now what happens when you are unhappy in your job, you make everyone else unhappy because your hatred for your job consumes you. Do you think so? Do you still think God is testing you? Do you still think it's a punishment? It starts with you. It starts with you. There's also this idea that, oh, I must suffer for God. Who told you that God wants you to suffer for him? Who told you that God wants you to struggle for him? Who told you that you must punish yourself for God? Because it's you. It's not God. It's you. The only times. And then, then there's this thing that people say Jesus suffered for our sins. Yes, he did. So that you don't have to suffer for your sins. That's why. There's this nonsense of, oh, I'm suffering like Jesus. I'm being persecuted like Jesus. No, you brought it on yourself. Because Jesus suffered so that you don't have to suffer. But because you like suffering, there are people in this world who cannot talk about anything that is good except their own struggles, their own suffering, their own pain. It doesn't matter what you tell them. You can tell them, I just saw an angel of the Lord. And they will tell you, you have, let me tell you about what happened to me. And you know it's going to be a bad thing. Don't be one of them. You are not here to suffer. You are not here to struggle. You, you are here, all of us. We are here to thrive, to prosper, to love, to be. That is what we are here for. That is why we are here. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all those things shall be added unto you. God didn't put a limit on the things that can be added unto you. But he says, seek ye first the kingdom of God, which means seek him. And how do you seek God? How do you find him? How do, Actually, you don't even have to look for him. He's within you already. You must just pay attention. You must just pay attention. When you find love, you find God. When you find hope, you have God. When you find peace, you have God. When you have compassion, you have God. All those good things 
that is the kingdom of God. Not out there somewhere. Because we run around like bad people. Then you find me at this church. Then you run to that church. Then you get this book and that book. Attend this same seminar. It becomes exhausting. And you end up being tired spiritually, emotionally, mentally. Because you are forever looking outwards. While all along, God is within you. Not the next person, within you. He's not hidden. He's not hiding from you. God can be found this very moment, this very instant. He's not exclusive. And you, you, who is forever relegating your power to everyone else because you don't want to take responsibility for your life. When you need an answer to someone, the first person you go to is the pastor. The pastor knows more about your life than your wife or your husband. You're not married to the pastor. I will say that again. The pastor knows more about your life than your husband or your wife. That is an imbalance and it should never be. Why are you with someone you don't trust? It means you cannot be trusted. It means you don't have boundaries. You think that you have lost your voice. And you might have. You know, there is no perfect time to speak your truth. There is no perfect time to speak up for what is important to you. There is no perfect time to stand up for what you believe in. Because too often we want to create the perfect conditions to say to someone that you have hurt me. You have said things that cut very deep instead of addressing it immediately. And now what happens? We keep quiet and we die inside every time we die inside and the resentment builds up and it builds up. The anger builds up and it builds up until you reach a point where you do not want to speak to your partner about anything. And it started by you not speaking your truth. And you know what is beautiful about the truth? Once it has been said, it has been said, and it can stand on its own. When you put something out there, don't expect approval or cheers or acknowledgement. Don't. Let it be for what is true for you. You know why we fail in life? You know why? It's not because God is blocking us. 
it's not because we now need to learn this lesson. We get into situations because we want approval, permission, acknowledgement. We want someone to cheer and say, well done. We end up in situations because we are always looking outwards. We miss out on things because if we do them and no one said, oh, wow, well done, then we stop doing it. We are chasing all the wrong things. We do jobs, we go for careers because there's money in it. I want to make money. I want to provide for my children. I want my children to have a better life than what I had. That's what we tell ourselves. So we chase money, thinking it will bring up happiness. And all we are doing is chasing the wind and chasing emptiness. We are chasing everything that do not truly matter. And here's the other side of it. I like money. I love it. I love it. I love it. I like having it. I like spending it. And I like making it. Becomes a wonderful sense of freedom of having when you have money. It takes away the, the, the survival mode. It takes away a lot of stress when you have money. It frees you from many things. But here's the thing. It should not come at the cost of your peace and your happiness. It shouldn't come at the cost of your heart and your soul. It shouldn't come at a cost of anything higher than what you are willing and able to pay. It doesn't mean when I say I love money. Yeah, I love it. I will say it again. I love money. But it doesn't mean that I will sell my soul for it. It doesn't mean that I will just accept anything that goes with making money. It doesn't mean that I will take money without asking what is this for and why are you paying me? What do you want in return for this? There's no favors in this world. The only favor that comes is from God. But there's, in this world, there's no favor. There's no something for nothing. Because too many people want to be rich. But they don't want to put in the work. They don't want to put in the work. They don't want to do what needs to be done. They don't want to do their part. There are certain things in this world that you and only you can do. It's expected that you must do it. It's not the next person. You. You have a role to play. To live a prosperous, abundant, happy, and blessed life. That 
is your role. That is how you build the kingdom of God. And every day you should ask if you don't know, because we need your, we take long to figure this out. Some people get it early in their lives, get it quite late. So that's why you should never compare yourself to others. There's no need to compete. Your portion is set out for you. It's yours. You don't have to fight for it. You don't have to steal for it. You don't, you don't have to do anything dishonest or dishonorable to get what belongs to you. And no one is taking anything from you. Oh my gosh, do you know how boring it is to hear someone said, that was mine, but they took it. They stole my job. They stole my girlfriend. They stole my husband. They stole... <laughs> Nothing that is yours can be taken from you. Nothing that comes from the hand of God can be taken from you. Unless it was never yours in the first place. What is yours? God has already ordained it for you. For you. You know why sometimes we take forever to see that? It's because we're not obedient. And what does obedience mean to God? Is to hear his voice, to pay attention to his instructions, to be conscious, awake, aware. That's where the struggle starts. Not because he has abandoned you. It's because we don't listen. When he says, when he tells us to do certain things because it sounds too simple. Like I said, in the beginning of the relationship already, if you have doubts, that's God talking. Why do you still continue with the relationship? When it's taking money, when you have to just, Define, apologize, and explain where this money is coming from. That's God. That's being disobedient. We oh, Disobedience is not about not listening to the pastor and your husband and your wife and everyone else. It's about not listening to the voice that is guiding you. Obedience is not physical. It's spiritual. And it's listening to that voice that feeling, that thought, that is God. And your prosperity and your life and obedience lies hidden in how you respond to those thoughts, those feelings, the sixth sense, intuition, whatever it is called. What is yours is yours. No one can take it away from you. It's not in the hands of another person. It is in your hands. It's your life, your thoughts, your decisions. It's all on you. And why do you think God wants to bless you? It's so that you can build his kingdom by doing good. But before you can do good for someone else, you must start 
doing good for yourself. Because if you don't know how to be good to you, doing good for someone else will become a burden. You first have to know how to be good to yourself. You first have to know what is true for you. You first have to know what you want before you even think or consider about providing in the needs of someone else. That's also another road to resentment because your needs are not met because you don't know what you want. You don't say what you want because you focus so much on everyone else who doesn't even want you to focus on them. Who says if you don't do it, no one else will do it? Who says if you're not helping, this person will be stranded? Who says that you are the one to save and to help that person? You're not God. Stop thinking that you are. You're not. You are just another human being who is confused. You are standing and in the way and blocking God's goodness in the very person's life that you want to help because you don't have the tools or the wisdom or the knowledge or the understanding to help that person or anyone for that matter because you can't even help yourself. Help yourself. Listen to God's voice. He will guide you on how much it is that you need to do. You don't have now to stand cold and lock everyone out. No. Listen to God instead of following your own way. And he will guide you on when to say yes and when to say no. He will guide you on how to help, when to help, who. To help. You are here to live, to see the glory of the God of God. You are here to shine your light in this world. You are here to flourish, to prosper, to grow, to build the kingdom of God. You are here to remind people of the goodness of the Lord. You are here to be a child of God so that he, you can become the channel for his goodness. That's why you are here. Don't allow anyone or anything to rob you of that certainty. Be certain, be sure, be confident about the goodness of the Lord. I thank you. I am Olivia and this was a live broadcast on Telegram for the show Express Yourself with Olivia. Thank you for listening. You're more than welcome to leave a message, leave a comment and just to say hi. I would love to hear from you. Thank you. Have a wonderful, wonderful, blessed day in the Lord.